And welcome to another in the UbuWeb Poetry Foundation podcast, all avant-garde, all the time. I'm Kenneth Goldsmith, founding editor of UbuWeb, and today we're going to be listening to the sounds of ethnopoetics. We'll be hearing some Ketjak monkey chant, some speaking in tongue, some Ella Fitzgerald, and some Tuvan throat singing, among other things. And the question is, how do those traditions connect up to poetry. And that is something that Jerome Rothenberg, a uh, very famous anthologist and poet, uh, wanted to show us when he approached UbuWeb in 2000, wanting to do a section on ethnopoetics. What is ethnopoetics? Ethnopoetics is taking traditions that live in deep cultures and bringing them into the avant-garde, making those connections rather like Picasso made with the African mass, bringing the angularity and modernism of Africa into modern art. Well, Jerome Rothenberg has done that with sound, so we're going to be hearing some of that. Now, the thing to remember about this is that it's a little bit dated. Jerome Rothenberg did two great books in the 1960s and 1970s, Technicians of the Sacred and Shaking the Pumpkin. And this was before the multicultural movement that made it possible... Uh, for people who actually own these traditions to claim them and bring them into their own practice. And while that was going on in the 60s, there was also a parallel movement, very much like the Picasso-African movement. So when we hear these things and, and listen to some of the words that Jerome Rothenberg brings to it and the thoughts, it's good to remember the time in which this uh, came out of. We're going to be mostly hearing poems that are performed, poems that are, that are sounded, the voice is really important to the point where words and syntax and conventional meaning of language is pretty much abandoned. Uh, so these are, are improvisational. They also have a great deal of free play and sort of secular spirituality. Sweet, lovely lady, be good. Oh, lady, be good to me. Cause I'm so awfully, awfully, awfully misunderstood. Oh, lady, lady, be good to me. And this is Ella Fitzgerald, Lady Be Good, a very famous piece, but hardly uh, known as an avant-garde classic. But in fact, what she's doing, scat singing, is poetry without words. I mean, it's actually sound poem, as proclaimed by Hugo Ball. And although there wasn't any real awareness of Ella Fitzgerald and the jazz tradition between someone like Hugo Ball, there's this sort of Jungian synchronicity flowing around the planet where it all collapses into one. And 
in a similar vein, beginning in 1937, Slim Gaylord and uh, Slam Stewart worked together for a number of years under the name of Slim and Slam. And basically their project, or one of their many projects, was disassembling and reassembling language. And uh, Slim Gaylord actually created a variety of jive language that he named Voot, or more formally known as Voot or Eni. And he actually uh, premiered an opera in Voot, in, entirely in that language in Los Angeles in 1946. And this is actually goes beautifully with uh, Stewart's, who was a master bassist, who also would hum simultaneously along uh, with his solos. This stuff actually does dovetail with avant-garde poetry. Uh, Slam Stewart's last performance of his work was in 1987 in Binghamton, New York, at a poetry festival where he appeared amongst avant-gardists like Jackson McClough, Carolee Schneeman, and Jerome Rothenberg himself. And it's also good to make a connection between this stuff and beat poetry. Jack Kerouac actually wrote about seeing Slim Gaylord in a little Frisco nightclub in On the Road. And he said Dean Moriarty thought that Slim Gaylord was God. It sounds like Hugo Ball. It sounds like a Dada poem, but in fact, this is done in church. This is speaking in tongues, recorded in Oklahoma in the 1980s. Now, this is a message in other tongues. Let's listen to what the Holy Ghost is saying. If you have a message in tongues... Let's listen to this message in tongues. The Bible says there is the gift of tongues and the gift of interpretation. So let's listen. Stand up, sister, and give it to us. For you see, my children, you have walked in deep truth tonight. You have had unveiled to you the desire of my heart. I want you to sit still and bask in it and revel in it and let it soak into your spirit. Kurt Schwitters has a great uh, quote. He says, I play off sense against nonsense. I prefer nonsense, but that's a purely personal matter. I pity nonsense because until now it's been neglected in the making of art, and that's why I love it. And sort of nonsense as a gateway to the spiritual and a gateway uh, to God has a very, very long history. And who doesn't love Ketchak, the uh, Ramayana monkey chant from Indonesia, performed by more than 200 people? The uh, Ketchak is actually a creation of the 20th century, but it's descended from something much more ancient. It's uh, descended from a trance dance, and it's a uh, reenactment of a battle described in the Ramayana epic, in which the monkey hordes come to the aid of Prince Rama, in his battle with an evil king. And the uh, chorus that you're hearing is imitating monkeys as they uh, chant the syllable over and over. Check, 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 check. 
this is a recording uh, made by David Lewiston, released by Nonsuch Records in 1969, and it had a spectacular uh, life beyond itself, uh, released in 1969. It went everywhere from uh, rock concerts right into poetry and performance and poetics. And its influence continues to be felt. You can hear the influence felt in a UK punk band named Furious Pig. And they're actually doing punk versions of Ramayana Monkey Chants. What is going on here? <laughs> this is also uh, uh, called something similar to Ket Jack. It's called Katajak, and it is throat singing from the Inuit Eskimo cultures, most commonly practiced by women facing off against each other in a form of friendly competition. Both singers try to show their vocal uh, ability by exchanging these back and forths. And the first one to run out of breath will lose the game. And uh, basically somebody collapses within one and three minutes, and the winner is the singer who beats the largest number of people. And what you're hearing here is some circular breathing used by a lot of jazz players of winds instruments. And in this way, they can actually, these competitions can go on for hours and hours. Uh, the words and syllables are pretty much meaningless, and sometimes they... Uh, portray sounds of nature, the cries of animals or birds, or the sounds of everyday life. <laughs> this should be fairly familiar to most listeners of this podcast. This is Tufan throat singing. This is called Borbandar with fingers across lips. This is uh, from Tuva, which is located in the Tanu Mountains on the Siberian border in northwest Mongolia. And Tuvan throat singing has uh, really made its uh, inroads into all aspects of culture, from sound poetry and jazz into pop music. There's a wonderful uh, Tuvan throat singer group named Yatka who have done covers of uh, Frank Zappa and, most notably, Joy Division's Love Will Tear Us Apart. The interesting thing about Tuvan throat singing is that it's been carried on by younger singers and uh, aspects of it have been brought into contemporary improvisation and sound poetry like the person we're going to hear next, Sankyo Namshalik. And we're listening to the vocalist Sankyo Namshilik, who was from the Republic of Tuva 
and she went to study in Moscow, mastering various traditions from Tuvan throat singing and mixing them with different types of uh, overtone singing from the West. In 1989, she began collaborating with with the uh, Russian new jazz vanguard, and she fused traditional and avant-garde techniques into uh, a really experimental and embracing practice of poetry and of jazz. And in a sense, it's not that much different from what somebody like Ella Fitzgerald or Slim Gaylord uh, was doing. She's actually fusing these two traditions together to create something entirely new. Where do you go from here? A great place to go from here would be to listen to the work on UbuWeb of Jerome Rothenberg and Charlie Morrow, who in their new wilderness recordings, which are hosted up on UbuWeb, you can find a perfect fusion of a lot of what you're hearing. They're taking Dada, they're taking jazz, they're taking monkey chants, and they're taking Native American chants, and they're fusing them all into a fabulous uh, stew of sound poetry and avant-garde poetics. And you've been listening to the UberWeb Poetry Foundation podcast, all avant-garde, all the time. I'm Kenneth Goldsmith, founding editor of UberWeb. And the sounds of ethnopoetics can all be listened to and downloaded at ubu.com slash ethno.